0: Good afternoon. I'm Camina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Thanks for joining us. The general community quarantine in Metro Manila will remain until the end of November. Mayors had wanted to keep the quarantine status the third strictest of four lockdown levels as COVID-19 remains a big threat to the country. Six other areas will also stay under GCQ, including the province of Batangas and the cities of Bacolod and Iligan.
1: They make it permanent because <laughs> they have seen the... The goodness of the result. Uh, it has uh, considerably lowered the number of uh, people who are infected. Uh, but it's not that COVID is still rising.
0: President Rodrigo Duterte, meanwhile, says the Philippine government is willing to pay for the COVID 19 vaccine being formulated by China.
1: In the days that followed the COVID uh, uh, contamination, sinabi ko na expect China to uh, come up first because I believe uh, sa Chinese uh, expertise and knowledge, at hindi ako nakamali meron na sila. So uh, for the Chinese. Uh, uh, government, and the people who uh, are really parleying the vaccine, uh, We you, you need not look for partners. Uh, we can make it uh, government to government, and uh, I, I will pay you. Uh, wala nang, uh,
0: Total COVID-19 cases in the Philippines have reached 371,000 after more than 1,600 new infections were reported Monday. 245 more patients have recovered, while the death toll has topped 7,000. From the joint task force COVID Shield will be issuing a so-called travel pass-through permit to facilitate non-essential travel across areas with varying border restrictions. JTF COVID Shield Commander Guillermo Elizarr explains: While the national government has eased travel restrictions between provinces and cities, local governments can still decide to enforce stricter border control.
2: If ang pupunta nyo naman o destination mo ay hindi restricted o hindi kailangan ng travel authority. Ang next sa is that bakana man may tataanan ka na mga lugar na restricted. Kasi siyempre iba iba na natin. Kaya doon na po ngayon itong travel pass-through permit natin. Ito po, walang requirement po dito. Pupunta ka lang sa police station and then bibigyan ka ng travel pass-through permit. Hindi kalangan ng medical clearance certificate, hindi kalangan ng koordinasyon sa pupuntahan mo dahil bukas na nga sila at hindi kailangan ang travel authority.
0: Europe needs to do more to fight COVID-19. That's according to the World Health Organization as cases in the continent spike once more. Mike Ryan, the WHO's top emergencies expert, says the region accounts for 46% of the cases globally and nearly one-third of all deaths. He says while hospital capacity for COVID-19 patients has increased, the death rates are low. Insufficient contact tracing efforts risk further spreading the disease.
3: Not an easy thing to build a coherent response across so many countries um, with such different approaches with so many land borders. So I think uh, we have to um, look at that uh, very seriously in the context of the European Union and the context of the region as a whole. There's a lot of free movement uh, and therefore uh, on those principles uh, it may require uh, shutting down um, and restricting movement and having stay-at-home orders in order to take the heat out of this phase of the pandemic.
0: Worldwide, COVID-19 has infected nearly 43.4 million people. Over 1.1 million have died, while 29.1 million have recovered from the disease. In other news, President Duterte orders the Justice Department to investigate corruption allegations in the entire government. Duterte also warned public officials who will be investigated, they will not be allowed to resign to escape liability. That's as Duterte vows to dedicate his last two years in office to eradicating corruption and government.
1: To Secretary Bernardo uh, Guevara, Department of Justice, uh, the subject is investigate of allegations of corruption in the entire government. Lahat the DOJ shall have the authority to decide which allegation to investigate, taking into consideration the gravity thereof and their impact on the delivery of government service. It may create as many panels as it deems necessary to adequate and may invite Or direct other bodies and agencies, the DOJ shall prosecute and file the appropriate charges against all those involved in the anomalies investigated, whether against government or private person, as may be warranted by the evidence gathered subject to applicable laws.
0: Amid corruption allegations hounding government, Duterte seemed to have softened his defense of Public Works Secretary Mark Villar and embattled Health Secretary Francisco Duque III.
1: Si Duque, walang nanakaw, ang Maybe some other things. There might be some other things, but corruption.
0: Philippine Justice Secretary Minato Guevara says he will immediately organize a task force to carry out President Duterte's directive. Calling it his toughest assignment yet, Guevara is now appealing for cooperation from the entire government. He also urges government officials and the public to come forward should they have any information on any corrupt activities. One official in the DOJ who will not take part in a corruption probe on the DPWH is Undersecretary Emilien Villan, wife of Public Works Secretary Mark Villan. The Philippine House of Representatives transmits the approved copy of the proposed 4.5 trillion peso budget for 2021 to the Senate. That's according to House Speaker Lord Alan Velasco noting it's a day earlier than what he promised senators. A leadership row in the lower house a few weeks back led to some lawmakers expressing concerns of a possible delay in the passing of the budget. Speaker Velasco says the House approved budget increased the allocation for the purchase of possible COVID-19 vaccines an additional allocation to improve the country's health care program. Senator panfilo laxon had earlier said senators will question what they believe are insertions in the House version once it reaches the BICAM deliberations. A local lender believes the worst is over for the Philippine economy as the country gradually eases coronavirus lockdown measures. Metro Bank's head of institutional investors coverage Ruben Zamora estimates Third-quarter GDP will be a shallower 7% contraction compared to the 16.5 economic slowdown recorded during the first six months of the year. Zamora also says the Philippine Central Bank can still be more accommodative despite already negative real interest rates.
3: There is room for further cuts. Uh, I think uh, the rest of the world is already uh, dealing with a uh, negative real rate environment already. Uh, and this is a global uh, crisis. Uh, so, uh, in order to keep the uh, the economy afloat uh, and and uh, really buying everyone time uh, for a biological solution, uh, you know, we might have to work with uh, negative real Uh, rates for a bit the other policy tools that they've been uh, using uh, include the uh, their open market operations again that's uh, that's them going into the uh, secondary bond market to support uh, uh, the market there and and provide liquidity to the system make sure that that uh, that that there's uh, you know uh, liquidity uh, for for Mm -hmm. those who hold bonds uh, open market operations again they're also looking at reserve requirement rate cuts.
0: At least six lawmakers under surveillance. This was said on television by Lieutenant General Antonio Parlade, spokesperson for the National Task Force to End Local Communist Armed Conflict and commander of the military Southern Luzon Command. The reason, they are card-bearing members of the Communist Party of the Philippines, he said. And with the anti-terror law now in place, it won't take long before they're designated as terrorists. His words, not mine. Let's hear more from Shada Sembrano.
4: It's the Congress themselves, the former. A
0: ranking military officer,
4: criticized for linking celebrities and some politicians to communist groups, doubles down on accusations against the actress Angel Oxin. Lieutenant General Antonio Parlade Jr., the spokesperson of the National Task Force to End Local Communist Armed Conflict, alleges that Luxin once taught the indigenous community in the al School of Surigao province how to fight against the government. Parlade accused Bayan Muna party list Congressman Carlos Zarate of taking part in the session too. This is why Parlade issued a warning to the actress. She has been associating herself with the NPA for the longest time. It's up to Angel to deny that again and next time, next time, next time. Baka hindi na niya kayang uh, lusutan. Kaya
3: yung sabihin, maaaring mabasunan. For
4: instance, for instance, oh yes. Congressman Zarate shut down Parlade's story as being utterly fabricated. Tatlong beses ko palang ata siya na
2: made personally. Uh, talagang kasinungalingan lahat itong pinagkakalat ni uh, General Parlade.
4: But it's not just Luxin. The Anti-Communist Insurgency Task Force has put her uncle, Bayan Mona leader Neri Colmenares, under surveillance for allegedly being a terrorist. Parlades says Colmenares and members of the left-wing Macabayan bloc in Congress could soon be labeled as communist rebels by the Anti-Terror Council. The Makabayan bloc condemns the move. Colmenares is also daring the military to file a case against him instead of resorting to red-baiting. Defense Secretary Delfin Lorenzana has already cautioned Parlade against making accusations of people without showing evidence.
3: Ang suggestion nga ni uh, um, Secretary Lorenzana is no need to publicize kung sino mga suspected communists just do their job without publicity. Keep quiet. Yan po ang polisiya. Nasinabi ni Secretary Rinzana, which he made for and in behalf of the president.
4: For former Philippine Vice President Jedjumar Binay, Parlade's remarks are a sign that the government is setting the stage for the declaration of martial law. He suspects that Parlade's anti communist task force needs a reason to have its budget raised. That's why it has been releasing controversial public statements of late. The Maccabayan bloc has called for the removal of the proposed multi-billion budget allocated for the program. Shara Zambrano, ABS-CBN
0: News. The Brazilian government vowing to support the Philippines' investigation on its own ambassador who was caught on video maltreating her helper. Willard Cheng has the full story. (inaudible) <inaudible>
2: Brazilian News Channel Globo News released a report showing Philippine Ambassador to Brazil Marichu Mauro assaulting her helper multiple times inside a diplomatic residence. The incidents were captured by a security camera and documented by employees who declined to be identified. Mauro was seen slapping the worker, pulling the helper's ear, and hitting the helper with an umbrella. The report said the victim is a 51-year-old Filipina According to Global News, one of the employees who witnessed the incidents reported to the Labor Ministry in Brazil, with the surveillance footage as evidence. The helper is back in the Philippines, while the worker's public defender in Brazil has opened an investigation. Philippine Foreign Affairs Secretary Teodoro Loxin Jr. said the ambassador has been recalled to explain the maltreatment of her household worker. ABS-CBN has reached out to Ambassador Mauro, but she has yet to give an official response. Mauro was confirmed by the Commission on Appointments on February 2018 to become Philippine Ambassador to Brazil with concurrent jurisdiction in Colombia, Guyana, Suriname, and Venezuela. Mauro is a career diplomat who has been with the DFA since 1995. She was appointed as acting director at the Office of Middle East and African Affairs and assigned to the embassy in Bahrain, Israel, Belgium, and Luxembourg. She was also a consul general in Milan, Italy, for four years. Her profile on the embassy webpage says the ambassador made headway in making Filipinos under her jurisdiction aware of their rights and privileges as foreign workers. Willard Cheng, ABS-CBN News.
0: The DFA says the helper, allegedly maltreated by Ambassador Mauro, is getting the necessary care for her well-being after returning to the Philippines last week. Moving on, the Philippine government make that the Philippine Environment Department issues a show-cost order against the company that illegally put up fences within the Masungi Geo Reserve in Rizal Province. The agency adds the fence has since been removed from the protected forest area.
2: It is a protected area. And uh, under our existing law and even the constitution, national parks... uh, uh, cannot be alienated and cannot be uh, subject to private ownership. So that's the reason we want to uh, want them to explain to us why why uh, uh, did they uh, install fences in the protected area? Uh, of course, uh, this may be uh, a legal issue, but uh, of course we need to uh, ask them uh, as a requirement of due process. Also, although initially we have um, informed them of uh, a violation, the violation under the law. And the failure to explain might um, might result to sanctions and penalty.
0: But officials of the nature reserve are still worried the group of armed guards who put up the enclosures over the weekend will come back.
4: We have again no idea why they are even in the area. Um, we we're asking for a very simple thing. We're just asking for your documents, your authority, the chose. That you have the right to be here and they still can't present anything to that effect. We found three huge patches of, um, um, wooling pits, uh, charcoal pits and swaths of, um, forested area cleared within this area. Um, it's actually really very devastating, um, to know that all of these illegal activities are
5: happening there.
0: World we'll news now. Amy Coney Barrett has been sworn in as the new associate justice of the U.S. Supreme Court. Justice Clarence Thomas administered the oath to Barrett at an outdoor ceremony at the White House. President Donald Trump led that ceremony just hours after the Senate confirmed Barrett's nomination in a largely party-line 52 to 48 vote. Barrett is the first justice to be confirmed so close to a presidential election.
5: It is the job of a senator to pursue her policy preferences. In fact, it would be a dereliction of duty for her to put policy goals aside. By contrast, it is the job of a judge to resist her policy preferences. It would be a dereliction of duty for her to give in to them. Federal judges don't stand for election. Thus, they have no basis for claiming that their preferences reflect those of the people. A judge declares independence, not only from Congress and the president, but also from the private beliefs that might otherwise move her. The judicial oath captures the essence of the judicial duty. The rule of law must always control.
0: Chief Justice John Roberts is set to administer the uh, a second oath, the judicial oath to Barrett, at a private ceremony at the court on Tuesday. Barrett's confirmation solidifies a 6-3 conservative shift in America's highest court. And before we go, a look at the weather. Typhoon Quinta has exited the Philippines after wreaking havoc in Luzon, leaving at least two people dead and displacing some 150,000 residents. State Weather Bureau Pagasa says Quinta left the country at about 8 o'clock this morning, and is now headed to Vietnam, but the Calayan Islands in Luzon remains under tropical cyclone warning signal number one, where winds of up to 60 kilometers per hour may rip roofs off Nipa and Kogan huts, damage rice crops, and down banana plants. Meanwhile, a low-pressure area east of southern Luzon is likely to develop into a tropical depression, and that's going to be named Raleigh in the entire Philippines in or make that enter the Philippines in the next 48 hours. And that'll do it for today. Thank you for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple podcast. Play back the interviews too on ANC's YouTube channel. Keep safe everyone as you keep it here on ANC.